0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Muck Muckrake Podcast. I'm Nick Houselman. And this is an announcement to let you know that we are going to be doing a new series called The Weekender over on Patreon that will appear every Friday. And this is a little sneak preview so you can get a handle on what it's like and why you'd want to go over there and join the Patreon and be part of that community, which has been incredible and amazing with a lot of people there and a lot of great conversations. So uh, here it is. Check it out. And uh, feel free to check out the actual Patreon as well at patreon.com slash Muckrake podcast. Hey, everyone. Cheers.
1: Welcome Woo. to the weekender edition of the Muckrake podcast. Uh, we have a live audience with us tonight, which is always exciting, always enjoyable. Uh, and, and because you are a patron, you can come and do this at any given time. We hope that you do at some point. This is one of the, uh, the great joys of
0: this job. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. To be able to hang out Talk about some politics, enjoy everyone's, uh, by the way, amazing questions for tonight. Truly oh. um, going to stretch our brains tonight to actually uh, give them the proper answers. We are all over the place in questions tonight.
1: <laughs> all over the place. And I, am very, very excited about that. Uh, before we get to the Q and a, uh, we have to talk about a couple of things, um, you know, because, uh, this country is absolutely on fire. Uh, and, and to begin, uh, we're, we're going to start with the deep, deep blue steel state of Georgia in which I reside. Um, Georgia, besides going blue in the last election and electing two senators, it's not great, Nick. Uh, restricting voting, uh, just basically making, uh, you know, a complete mockery of itself. And we have to start with uh, Representative Andrew Clyde, a congressman who is part of the House Oversight Committee, uh, who were talking about the uh, coup attempt of January 6th. And um, Nick, I we, we've been talking about this a while, uh, what was going to happen with January 6th, how the Republican party was going to treat it, how they were going to deal with it. And uh, unfortunately it's even uh, somewhat worse than maybe even we expected
0: tourists, Jared, they Tourist. were tourists who just wanted a little extra special tour of the Capitol. So they decided to walk in Not, nothing, wrong with that. It's listen, I went to Washington last year or two years ago. I, I went to the Capitol. Wait, did
1: you go into Pelosi's office and, like, take a shit on the way in there and, like, steal a podium and then
0: <laughs> walk it. out? I love the podium picture, by the way. I love that it's guy. Amazing. It's, it really amazing. is amazing. And I'm sure he was he, – he must have – I would like to see his face when they show up at his door to arrest him because he probably had no – I mean, he couldn't have even fathomed that this was anything but, like, a fun little prank. I'm taking the podium from the, the, the chamber.
1: Well, what I love about that, though, is a personal favorite of the Muckrake podcast, Tucker Carlson, has pointed out that picture. And he said, does this look like a violent insurrection? Does this look like a violent coup? It's like, yeah, no, it does. It 100% does. He's trying to walk away with one of the podiums from Congress. Um, And and let's take a look really quickly at uh, what Andrew Clyde had said. I mean, this is... um, (sighs) Well, Nick, it's I'm to my
0: air conditioning so
1: no one has to hear it. Exactly. <laughs> Live podcasting, everybody. So uh, this is uh, from MS – or no, this is from NBC News. The title of the article, if you all want to look it up, is Republican loyal to Trump claims Capitol riot looked more like, quote, unquote, normal tourist to visit. Uh he has responded to the idea that this was an insurrection or a violent coup attempt as a quote-unquote bold-faced lie and said it more resembled a normal tourist visit than a deadly attack uh he said that the people who entered the capital they behaved in an orderly uh, uh manner which by the way sounds a lot like what Donald Trump said which is they were invited in they came in they kissed they hugged um they killed a couple of people but um th- this is this is really disturbing what they're already trying to do with January 6th which is according to my watch uh about 4 months ago and that's it
0: yes um you know, I, there are there are clips where you see them orderly walking through the chamber through the the whatever that room is. That's the anti with the big circle of the room. And if you want to look at just that clip, OK, fine, because I remember my wife and I watching it and saying, gosh, like they're staying on the carpet and in between, the, you know, the the velvet robes. Uh, there is that one angle and you can watch that for about 10 seconds. And then, yes, that's what you would think uh, as far as the, this tourist notion. But, yes, I, we had called this right after it happened that they were I, I guess there's only question of when, how long was going to take before they start to just completely uh, mischaracterize what this was. Uh, it, it was pretty quick. But I, I, I just have to imagine that the polling slowly came in, you know, and they slowly started to realize just how many people are buying this. You know the seventy yeah. percent of the Republicans, and they needed to wait probably like the couple, you know, two or three or four months until they could be completely sure that they can go all in on this. And here we are, and then it's completely, completely predictable.
1: Yeah, I was joking about this uh, on another podcast about this um, this convenient amnesia that happens within the United States of America. How we take things that are um, absolutely horrific. And we go ahead and launder them and turn them into something more palatable. We saw the beginnings of this. No, you know, it, it began with Donald Trump, who, while the thing was happening, decided that the best and, and what a true leader, by the way, he wanted oh. to send out a message, which is you're all very special. You're all loved very much.
0: I, we love he loves them
1: like I love you. Right. He, it's no. an incredible affection that he had. And then, obviously, the Republicans who uh, did not vote against uh, or did not vote for his impeachment, they obviously, um, you know, all started going behind this idea. Oh, it wasn't as bad as they said it was. Alexandria uh, Ocasio-Cortez was overreacting. The liberals were overreacting, all of this stuff. And then, of course, we get to Fox News which ends up with Tucker Carlson saying, oh, it wasn't violent. And on top of that, they had a right to be there. It's their house. And obviously there's a miscarriage of justice. To get to this point where an elected member of Congress would whitewash an attempted coup that took place four months ago, it's both not shocking, but also disturbing. And I think this should lay out for everybody where we're going, because it doesn't stop here.
0: It does right, not stop right. here. It's just going to continue to get worse. Well, you know, the thing is, so when I was in eighth grade, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. In eighth grade, we went to our, you know, uh, you know, in, uh, sorry, the capital of Illinois, which is Springfield. And we went there to visit our representatives too, or whatever. My, my memory is not right. But whatever the point is, what I want trying to make is, is when you walk into generally a lot of these, you know, um. <laughs> Capitals, you know these are these are very stately buildings. There is a sort of gravitas that exists. You kind of feel it, right? You're supposed to feel it. You're supposed to be a notion of like how you're supposed to behave in these in these hallowed halls. Um, it's not anymore. It's completely destroyed, right now. It's been, you know, it's the the the, the walls have been smeared. It's been desecrated, um, and I, I have to imagine that out of all this is, is sort of why we're not seeing the same kind of uh, decorum from the actual members of the house either out of all this wait in the
1: eighth grade did you communicate with all of your white supremacist terrorist buddies and talk about gassing all the members of the state house in underground tunnels i mean was that was that part of the
0: visit can i just tell you this we were supposed to on our way to go see the eternal flame at jfk's uh in the in arlington cemetery this is all part of this trip and one of my classmates kicks my foot from behind and trips me for probably like the 15th time on this week-long trip right So I grabbed him by his arm and I said, Are you going to stop this? And they fucking forced me to go back to the bus. And I never got to see the the Eternal Frame until I finally went back by doing it for two years ago. But I I never forgot that. And I was so pissed at this kid for doing that to me. Um, (laughs) Wait, wait, the kid kicked you in the foot? Like, you know, sideways. And so my my, foot kicked my other foot.
1: So he kicked you in the foot and you fought back. And they were like, "That's it, young Nick Hall- Nicholas Halasman. Nich- you can't see the eternal flame."
0: Yeah, because we were all walking up on the way toward it. Like, if you've ever been there, it's like you know, it's a nice little walk to get there. Uh, I was so I, I didn't fight back. I just kind of you know grabbed his arm and said, "Are you going to stop doing this?" You know, wow. and uh, and it was um, yeah. And then somebody else like ran and stop it, stop it. Like, and I wasn't fighting. I was like, you know, I, I needed to t- make him stop doing it. So anyway wait, also I wait
1: there. is is nick not short for nicholas is that another thing we just oh it worked? is no
0: it isn't you know like the czar oh, okay yeah but i was i was nikki back then e-y you were nikki yeah n-i-c-k-e-y you were nikki
1: houseman that's yeah when you got in trouble in washington dc and you weren't allowed to go see the eternal flame yeah
0: that's a you, you got it you kind of
1: you you are an onion with so many layers my friend
0: it's incredible. This,
1: is one of the, this is one of the reasons why i love the weekender is we get to go through these layers i mean no wonder you're so obsessed with the jfk
0: assassination you oh. weren't allowed to see the flame there that was an injustice You know, I always thought that I was, I came back as a, you know, in another life I was, you know, either JFK or I was Lee Harvey Oswald. That's why I was so obsessed with it. But you know what? It might just be because of this trip to, uh, to D.C. in eighth grade. You must, have you been to D.C., right? You must have gone and, you know.
1: I've been to D.C., but to be frank, I did not have the money to go on the class trip to Washington DC, but I've been to Washington DC
0: as an adult. Wait a minute. So your class trip from Indiana, wherever what what was, the town you grew up in Linton, 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 Linton. Indiana. Linton, yeah. Indiana. They all went to elementary school. They all went in eighth grade, whoever to D.C. Everyone, everyone yeah. probably in the chat will raise their hand and say, "Yeah, we all did this trip." You didn't mm-hmm. go because you couldn't, you couldn't afford the, the trip. Yeah, I was, I was
1: poor kid. I had to hang out in the classroom with a substitute teacher for. A couple and they days. had no other like way of like subsidizing that. That was Reagan's America, my man. Wow! If you can't afford, you don't deserve to go, and that's the problem. I mean, okay, I, Wait, but, that would that
0: would have been in the night? Wait, wouldn't that have been the nineties, or is that still? I have 80s? no idea when that actually was, okay. for being real. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad that you've gotten to go since then. But, 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 but now that we've
1: gone down this traumatic road, where I now have to think about all the people. Meanwhile, an entire like firefighting battalion just went by my house, so that that was fun for the live podcast. Uh, can we just point out really, really quickly what bullshit this is that they are still. Trying to whitewash and and undermine what actually happened in January sixth. That's all that they, that's all that they care about at this point is taking this thing, which was a near coup of a presidential election. Uh, and and by the way, just just because we're all being gaslit and all this, let's go ahead and compare notes and understand where we are in reality. The sitting president of the United States of fucking America, Donald J. Trump, directed. His sycophantic supporters to go to the capital of the United States of America and attempt to intimidate and undermine an election and possibly kill his vice president. Like that's what happened, and now we're just acting like it never even occurred. Like it was just a couple of people checking out the fucking Capitol.
0: Josh Hawley just gave a you know pumped his fist to only the people that didn't go to the Capitol. Didn't, didn't you hear that?
1: And you have been listening to a free preview of our patreon exclusive weekender show if you want to get in on all the fun and get that bonus episode every week not to mention exclusive content uh live hangouts question and answer sessions we're even going to do some of these live so you can come and watch how the sausage is made all you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast on top of that you get to hang out with the muckrake community which are uh Really good group of people. So you should do that. That's patreon.com slash podcast. We'll see everybody next week.